The Defense Department has been struggling with daycare issues for years. Now members of Congress are calling on Defense Secretary Mark Esper to sign up nonprofit organizations and even private industry to expand child care options for military families. New Mexico Representative Deb Holland led a bipartisan and cross-committee charge to light a fire under the military's feet. Federal News Network's Scott Mossioni discussed the implications with Holland. Child care is essential for every family. That's especially now during this COVID-19 pandemic. But good child care is essential. And, um, and look, we have also for a long time uh, all worked very hard, all of us on the uh, House Armed Services Committee. We know that we want to make sure that we increase equality in the military. A lot of the child responsibilities, you know, a lot of them go to the women. Uh, we want women to rise in the ranks. We want to see more of them in those positions. And so we just felt this was one way that we could help that issue, that we could make sure our children are being taken care of. And so that's why we decided to write the letter. Have you heard from any of your military constituents on how childcare has been working within the COVID situation? We hear, oh my gosh, we hear, Kirtland Air Force Base is right here in my district, District 1, and so we have a very close ties with the base, uh, with the base commander we speak to regularly. We we have a lot of military families who reach out to us, um, and we check in with them also from time to time. Thinking about single military parents and dual military couples with children, they absolutely face added challenges given their essential roles, you know, within their jobs, especially during, as I mentioned, this COVID-19 pandemic that has changed so many things, right? Um, we We feel that Um, If we are able to help make this issue um, a little easier on military families, that it it will protect our national security, quite frankly. The lawmakers that signed this letter are not only bipartisan, but also cross-committee, some very important committees, the Appropriations Committee, the House Armed Services Committee. How did you court these people to get them to sign on? I think that, you know, something that doesn't get out in the media too often is the fact that we can be very bipartisan. (laughs) There are a lot of issues that all of us care about together. We, I think we can all agree that we care about our military families and, um, and the House Armed Services Committee is truly bipartisan. I, we overwhelmingly passed the National Defense Authorization Act out of committees passed year, you know, just several months ago. So, yes, I I don't think you'll have anyone arguing uh, with each other about helping military families to achieve their goals, to take care of their families. Um, You know, every day, my dad was a 30-year career Marine. My mom was a Navy veteran. Um, My dad was willing to put his life on the line for our country every single day when he woke up. And uh, I think we we you know we owe our our active duty service members a debt of gratitude every day and and this is one way that we can support them in making sure that their jobs are less worrisome 
This letter asked the Defense Department to look at some creative solutions for childcare, not only during COVID, but during the more regular times. I realize that you're keeping that fairly open-ended, but do you have any sort of ideas into how you'd like that to be solved? I know that wait lists for childcare are getting longer in every city across the country. What I'd like to see is them working with local child care facilities in, you know, in the respective areas, because those are already entities that are certified, that are, uh, that are, that need the help. They, you know, some, some of them have, have sadly lost a lot of clients because of the COVID-19 pandemic. I'd like to see the military support them in, in, you know, making sure that they are ready in in the sense of protecting kids during this pandemic, right? Uh, that they have uh, social distancing in place, that they're able to have the PPE that they need. So these are all things that, that they can look at, but I, I think that supporting uh, and working with the local child care facilities, it would be a, a great thing to do. The CARES Act, I believe, has some funding and some help for child care centers and things like that. Are you in favor of of adding more provisions to help child care centers and child care workers at this point? I've been very supportive of child care across the board for a long time. Um, We also passed the Child Care as Essential Act. Um, I want child care workers to be an industry where they get paid a living wage, where they have benefits, where they can get certifications when they need. It's their professionals who uh, take the, um, you know, the responsibility of caring for our nation's children. So whatever we can do to um, support that industry to make sure that uh, they can attract, um, you know, people. We, the, the way we attract uh, good people is by making sure that they're getting paid a living wage and have the benefits they deserve. Um, I'd like to see them have educational opportunities as well. So we want to help child care centers to implement safety practices and and all of those things during this COVID-19 pandemic. As I said, whatever we can do to support them, I would like to see, I would like to see us do. And while we have you on the phone, is there anything on the military side that you'd like to bring up, things that are going on with the NDAA, which is now in conference? I grew up in a military family, so I care deeply about families in the military. And, you know, one of the amendments that we put forth and also that uh, Representative Waltz and I um, both supported was our rent the camo bill. The amendment that we got passed in the NDA on the House side, it it, uh, supports pregnant active duty service members with their uniforms. They, uh, so they don't have to buy all these, you know, new uniforms and wear them once or twice during the times they're pregnant. We, they can rent those and like a, a uniform bank that they can access. And when they're done wearing the uniforms, they can send them back so that someone else can use them. And this way, they don't have that expense of Uh, buying all these new uniforms when they're pregnant. New Mexico Representative Deb Holland speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Mascioni. Check out Scott's story at federalnewsnetwork.com. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First, always make sure you know and trust the person you are sending money to. Second, confirm you have entered their contact details correctly. And finally, 
If you don't trust the person or your recipient is rushing you to send money right away, think twice before sending money through an app or online. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.